three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. <sighs> wow. That, uh, that was aggressive. That <laughs> welcome, <is> aggressive. <laughs> welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, the You Betcha Guy, here with guest host Connor McGovern, the center for the New York Jets. We got a great show for you, so let's just get into it. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep, hello, and welcome back to episode 73 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy, filling in for Tyler, the camera guy. Nothing new there. Um, just, you know, fulfilling Tyler's job duties today. So I am uh, I am behind the producer's mic. Um, just a couple things before we get into the show, guys. The 4th of July merch has gone out uh, this week. It should arrive to you by the 4th of July. So we're super excited to see a bunch of tank tops out on the lake this weekend. Um, on top of that, Miles, the merch is going to open back up in July, but we do still have uh, some stuff available. The golf polos, the hats, you name it. You can check that all out at oubetcha.com. Miles. So, Ryan, t- uh out of the last three weeks, we've had two guest stars. Pretty nice. I'm enjoying. I've been not, getting kicked out of my seat lately. Yeah, I think. Is there, <laughs> is there writing on the wall for Ryan the T-shirt guy? I don't know. <laughs> um, but guys, we have Connor McGovern here. He's a uh, longtime friend of mine. Um, he recently just uh, signed a new contract with the Jets. Um, happened to be in town this week, and so it worked out pretty good. Connor, how you doing? Oh, pretty great. How are you doing, Miles? I'm doing good. Uh, so Connor is, you grew up in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, tell us a little bit about your story, how you went from a North Dakota boy who is not necessarily on the NFL's radar per se um, to where you are now. Yeah, so I actually uh, never had the... Never thought I could make it to the NFL coming from good old Fargo, North Dakota. Um, but um, I had a good high school coach or we had a good high school coach. And he told me that, uh, you know, anything less than a D1, um, big D1 power five conference, I should be disappointed in myself. So I set that goal. And then I got there and we won, we beat uh, the so, U of M. So it was kind of like uh, the pressure was not necessarily from outside it was more like internally you put pressure on yourself to get there right yeah yeah i had that goal of uh power five d1 since i was in you know middle school or as long as i knew what a power five conference was uh so that was my goal and then we uh beat the u of m at the citrus bowl and i was a redshirt junior so i had one year of eligibility left and my old line coach came up to me and goes you're staying right Looked at him like, well, what the what the hell do you mean am I staying? And he was like, you're not leaving for the NFL. I was like, I can't leave for the NFL. He's like, yeah, you can leave for the NFL. And that's kind of when that goal switched. So um, it, it went it from just trying to, to win games in college. So educate the people where you went to college and, and kind yep, of how that went. I need to go that. Uh, so I went to the University of Missouri. I wanted to. Commit. M-I-Z. Yeah, Z-O-U, baby. Um, <laughs> good old bush light country down there. <laughs> so, right. yeah. uh, yeah, uh, went there, um, wanted to commit before my senior year in high school so I could focus on win another or trying to win another state championship. And, uh, they were the uh, first power five that offered me and I, um, 
it ended up working out well since I, I liked the coaches and that was my number one school um, anyway. So it ended up working out. So that's where you wanted to go, Connor. You wanted to go to the University of Missouri. Uh, yeah, by my senior year in high school, you know, growing up, I wanted to uh, um, go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin told me I was too small. Um, so that, you know, that was a, that was a little sour there um, for a little bit. And then, uh, what, cause you weren't like 380 pounds out of yeah. high school. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the assistant online coach calls me and goes, uh, so if, could you step on the scale and take a picture and be 300 pounds? I said, no, <laughs> I was about was 280 my junior year. And I was like, no, I have to play both ways. There's no way I could do that. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I mean, I could get there. Give me, th- give me three weeks after season and I'll <laughs> give be- me two days. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I, like, give me a week after season. That's a legit 300 pounds. At the university of Wisconsin, they look for three things in an old lineman. And that's the three rolls on the back of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're uh, so believe it or not, if you saw Connor in person, uh, if you were to think that he is too small of a human for the University of Wisconsin, you probably would be like, what the hell? But it's true. Yeah. Well, now I weigh um, 300 pounds pretty easy. Um, then I want to Penn State, but I wasn't, you know, in my junior year, that wasn't working out. And I'd gone to camps and, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Nebraska. Didn't. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Not a big Nebraska fan. What I don't, don't you like about Nebraska? Well, they actually, it was actually kind of funny. So I went there on a junior day. Um, and there's another offensive lineman there by the name of Brad McNulty, who ended up being my college roommate. And he, uh, the O-line coach, only cared about him. Wouldn't talk to me all day. Didn't talk wow. to me all day. Only wanted to talk to Brad McNulty, who didn't even end up going to Nebraska. So, um, yeah. And so, then so Mizzou, Mizzou, it was. Um, you guys uh, did pretty well. I mean, you, you were there when they made the transition to the SEC. Yeah. Um, which people were kind of like oh mizzou's got no shot in the sec and then uh you guys ended up winning the sec east yes right? so yeah so, like on the west side of where the sec yeah country it's, is. it's a whole it's almost kind of like the northeast um because the east kind of wraps around you know goes down and up and around and then the west is kind of in your central part of the the sec but yeah we, we moved there my redshirt freshman year so i started or the actual years I was eligible, um, we played in the SEC. So, uh, yeah, it was a great time. I love the SEC. Didn't know much, not a ton about it. You know, grew up a uh, Big Ten, Big 12 fan and, yeah. and ended up playing in the SEC. Coolest place to play in the SEC that's not the zoo? You know, it's hard to beat the swamp. Oh, yeah. Um, suppose. But the, the loudest game I ever played in was between the hedges in Georgia. So... That was pretty sick. That is really cool. Yeah, I ended up beating them that year. So, did you play any teams in the Big Ten while you were at Mizzou? Uh, just the U of M at a bowl game. Didn't play in any Big Ten stadiums. Gotcha. So, uh, my my biggest question is the transition from North Dakota high school ball, where you know towns aren't necessarily closing down because everyone's going to the football game, and you know there's there's a good crowd in the in this in the stands. But what was that transition like from going? Uh, starting at North Dakota football and going to, you know, huge places like playing in Georgia or even at the zoo? Uh, You know, you kind of grow with the fan thing, I guess, never bothered me. I don't know. It wasn't ever, um, I don't know, it didn't really stress me out or nothing. But uh, the hardest part was, you know, the size and athleticism difference. Um, You know, you watch 
high school tape and i don't know how wisconsin didn't think i was big enough because i looked like i was an absolute <laughs> giant out there whole yeah. line um, is like this and yeah a huge mountain in the middle yeah. <laughs> so the the just the pure size difference and athleticism difference was the hard part and you know actually having to practice really hard every day was also <laughs> a little different but. Wait, yeah. you say that lightly, like having to practice hard because it wasn't your fault that there's not a lot of big competition like, you know, on your high school team or in, in North Dakota um, that you can, you know, kind of key off of. Yeah, and, that's and what I think sucks about being, you know, like we represent the Midwest here at You Betcha. And it's like a lot of these Midwest states, they're so rural and just not as populated. So there's not as technically there's not as much talent in these states. Yeah. But it's like also not these kids' fault. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's totally environmental. You know, yeah. yep. you go to a different state and they have specific offensive line or any position specific coaches. And these you're like you start going to these extremely specific coaches when you're like eight. And then you get coat when you're like in North Dakota. It's like you play football during football season. You might you have play like three sports. Yeah. Yeah. You play like three sports. You're not. I don't. I mean, I don't think being specific, like sports specific, is good, but it does help when your competition has been training to be a football player the year round, right? And you can go in and you know, compete. You know, it's the whole iron sharpens iron thing. You know, you're gonna yep. be better if your competition's better. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it true that Missouri is truly misery? No, I, you know, I I liked Mizzou. I liked Mizzou a lot. And uh, the state what about the, what about the humidity though? Oh. Well, yeah, so we, we play. Does it feel oh, like uh, Missouri in this podcast studio right now? <laughs> I was just so actually, you know, I would actually just by waking up in the morning, I'd sweat more in Missouri than I am now. Holy uh, crap. But it's pretty miserable. Yeah, no, I wore nothing but like Hanes white T-shirts. and I'm pretty sure they were clear by the end of the day. Yep. <laughs> no matter what I did, just try to stay cool. Um, going through like eight Hanes T-shirts a week. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, you go through at least two or three shirts a day just trying to be dry it's every, mis that's, every, that's miserable everyone in missouri's got stock in hanes t-shirts yep. <laughs> or just or just cotton because they go through yeah. so many t-shirts deluxe packs <laughs> yeah yeah uh, a cheap way to dress though that's oh, it true was, absolutely it was, i was miserable she's a college kid too <laughs> yeah yeah so okay so then you get drafted to the denver broncos yep um which that had to have been fun because that's i mean that, that's close real close to home other than maybe with the Packers or um, the Vikings, right? Yeah, they're the, they're the third closest team. Um, easy flights home. Uh, I couldn't. Yeah, it was definitely couldn't ask for a better spot to be right out of right out of college. So you had you, know, you were uh, guard and center, right, for the Broncos. Um, yep. You played with some quarterbacks like Joe Flacco, um, Trevor Simeon, Case Keenum, all that. Yep. You know, we see on our ends, you know, quarterbacks are your classic, like, pampered guys, you know, like, they got it so easy, all the other stuff. What is your kind of view on just quarterbacks in general in the NFL as being a center? Is it that there's some guys that are complete divas and then some guys that are pretty cool, down to earth, all that stuff? Or what's kind of your experience with that? Yeah, most quarterbacks are so are real down to earth, um, good guys. Um, you know, every once in a while, you'll get some positions that are are you know pretty diva. Um, <laughs> but quarterbacks normally are pretty pretty down to earth, especially the older ones, like yeah. a guy like Joe Flacco or Case. Or he seems like the most chill guy ever. Is oh, it true? Oh yeah, it, yeah. What do they call him? Like Cool Joe or whatever? <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like I um, 
perfect example is we were in practice and uh, the team was giving us a, or, and the defense was giving us a weird look. And our old line coach would stand like 10 yards behind the quarterback so he could hear all the calls. And I kind of just turned around like, hey, hey uh, which one do you want a mic? And it was a run play. And Flacco goes, I don't know. Like he, he did not. He he just knew that on a run play, he handed the ball off and it was perfect because I, I, you know, I got to, got to I got to do what I wanted to do. And it was, be, and it was so, five of us could be, a, but it was so funny. He was like, I don't know what to do or I don't know who to mic. And I was like, not uh, drunk talking to Munch behind. You. Yeah. Was, oh, sorry. I was wondering why you're asking where the mic was like. Yeah, so is that something it. that people don't know in the NFL is how much the center is involved with calling plays and making checks and all that stuff? Yeah. And, and you know, it depends on the team. Like, I'm sure, um, you know, certain quarterbacks like to know. Like, I've played with, like, Case Keenum liked to know where the mic was on every single play, whether it was a run play or pass. Joe only listened to my mic point on a pass play. And, and every quarterback has their has their own thing. And um, But, yeah, I, I, you know, I, prefer, I don't think people realize, even with a quarterback that likes to know everything, how much the center does on yeah. a given play. So for the audience that doesn't know, what do you mean by Mike? So, um, well, there's a position on the defense called Mike linebacker. It's your classic middle linebacker. Um, but we base our whole run scheme, pass protection off of a, a Mike point. Most of the time it's the Mike, especially in a base defense. So, you know, we have a tight end and running back. So they're in, you know, three to five or three to four defensive linemen and um, three to four linebackers to obviously like yep. three. And, uh, and so wherever that guy is to, will depend on what all you guys do. Yep. It, it, if I move, if I Mike the true Mike, then, you know, the, this pretty much a basic play, but if they bring a safety down, got to Mike the will or Mike the Sam, which is weak side or strong side linebacker, it just flips everybody's jobs and new rules kick in. And, um, yeah, I don't think people realize it's not like we just, show up on Sundays. No, you guys just show up and when the quarterback says hot, <laughs> yeah, you we guys just, just smash your head into stuff. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be like, uh, someone was like, so what do you do during the week? It's like, <laughs> what do you, what do you, I, I, I work I, like the rest of I you guys. I go to work every day. What do you mean? They're like, yeah. what do you mean you go to work? Like you have another job? I was like, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't just show up on Sunday and just try to get lucky and score a few touchdowns. Um, yeah, I was like, they're like, so, so give us an example of your day. And I was like, oh, like a Wednesday, I show up at six and leave at 8 p.m. Is that, yeah. is that what you mean? Like, there to work, I lift, practice, meetings, extra film study, the recover, whole, the whole recover, thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's people are like, oh, it's kind of funny you call it a job. I'm like, I work more hours in a week than you do. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You don't even get weekends, you know? Mm. Uh, I get one day off a week and it's a Monday or Tuesday. Who wants a Monday or Tuesday off? Yeah, not me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you're right that people don't realize how much goes into, uh, playing old, especially old line in the NFL. Um, they think you guys are just a bunch of brutes running around out there, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's cool to, uh, to get an inside look before we take a break though. I got to ask you about your new team. Yep. The Jets. Yep. Um, Sam Darnold has been kind of the talk of that team in, in the last couple of years. How uh, you know how you feeling going into the new team? We we kind of did this with Tyler Eifert because yep. he's going to the Jaguars. You know how are you feeling? What's like, you know, do you think is going to be the uh, the focus in the next season here for the team in general? You know, I think the outlook's really good. You know, they have a the awesome defense that they always have. The Jets are notorious for a, the the uh, head coach is kind of a defensive 
guy, right? No, he's offense. I didn't do my research. No, so. it's Adam Gase, who was actually the Broncos offense coordinator when they won the Super Bowl in 2018. It was right, or, uh, right before he got there? Yeah, 16. That had to have been a kick to the nuts. Yeah, yeah, that was a little bit of a bummer. Um, yeah. Peyton yeah, so, right so your head coach there. is offensive guy, like I said. Yep, yep. Um, just so, yep. That was a great Exactly thing. what she said. Uh, yeah, Son so, of a buck. So he's a great guy. Um, and so, uh, you know, the deep, deep coordinator kind of handles all that, and they have a good defense. And But then offensive-wise, you know, they um, they brought in five new offensive linemen. They have some still good offensive linemen on the roster. Actually, they brought in more than five, but they brought in a whole new offensive line. Um, they got Le'Veon Bell, who's not yep. not a terrible player. No, it doesn't um, suck. And then uh, you know Sam's on his third year, which is notorious for uh, kind of being your breakout year. Um, well, or a fall off year. So we'll have to see. Well, I think your second year is your fall off. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, know. third year yeah. you kind of it's as long as you sophomore yeah, slump. You hit the slot. You like you're normally decent your rookie year because nobody knows how to scheme. Well, wasn't you he out. hurt last year? No, he got mono. Oh yeah, mono. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to go out. That oh, sucks. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, technically after a while, you feel good. It's just like his spleen was enlarged, yeah, right? Yeah, so, if you get punched in the spleen, you're going to die. Oof, so yeah. Get hit, hit the, good hit thing he didn't die. Out. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Um, but Yeah, the Jets would be a little bit of a bummer. But we do have Flacco now as a... As a oh, Flacco's back? Yeah, he's um, second yeah. second year in a row with old Flacco. Yeah, Flacco, where's the cool mic? Joe. <laughs> yeah. Cool Joe. Will there be any butt fumbles this year? Yeah. Oh, I, sure, I sure hope not. I think so. <laughs> you know, I actually <laughs> I actually got to play with Mark Sanchez as well yeah. my rookie year. Yeah, um, he was on the Broncos. It's a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't start it start for us. But anyways, he, he was there in camp. And... Uh, um, and uh, yeah, I think Sam's a little bit more athletic, I think. I would say so. I, I, w- so. I would agree. Yeah. Um, yeah well, again, last thing is I saw online that they're uh, they're talking about building a wall for uh, Sam Darnold and that you were the you're the center of that wall. So hashtag build the wall, not lot like Trump <laughs> talking about Connor and the Jets here. Build the Very wall. Very different wall. 2020. <laughs> Very different wall. Very different wall. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to keep this thing rolling. Bush. Oh my God, that's cold. Guys, like we said before, we got Connor McGovern here from the New York Jets. Um, Connor, you just got married. Yep, just last Saturday. Um, you and I, I, we were. I was at your wedding this last weekend. Beautiful wedding in Montana. Um, the whole shebang, um, Connor, I have to ask you, what was the decision behind the white pants that you made all of your groomsmen wear? It, it was a great look, but on paper, buying a bunch of white pants sounds like a bad idea. So, yeah. Uh, well, they were cream, um, but, uh, <laughs> cream, cream pants. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But no, everyone was hating on my idea. All the entire bridal party, all the groomsmen. Wait, so you got to pick? Fan. You got to pick what your outfit was. Oh yeah, I or told. Was that? I told. Well, I mean, there was there was some discussion between Deb and I, but I, you know, she she picked out like she was like it should be green. I said, all right, I got it. So I we did sport coats and cream denim. Um, yeah, they're actually, which is this. Will be, <clears throat> I'll, I'll plug them because I said I would take them on Instagram and I haven't done it yet. But they're, they're Blue Deltas. Great company. Great company. Um, that's a, that's his one free ad. He yep, gets that's yes. my one free ad. I, I I need to start tagging them on Instagram because I so, told them I would and I ha- haven't done it yet. But uh, I will. 
And but anyways, great, fantastic jeans. They were cream colored and everybody was hating on them. But I got more compliments about our cream jeans and our green jackets cream than jeans. anything else. <laughs> cream jeans. They're cream, cream jeans. jeans. Um, yeah. must, so, have been, must have been nice I to have that have that freedom to yeah, pick no, out your own outfit. No, no tuxedos, no nothing. I I wasn't about that long. Yep. Well, low key, Connor might be an actual fashion designer on the side. Oh, you can you can ask if you ever have Matt Paradis on here. You can ask him, and Paradis would always ask me about his outfits, and most of the old line would as well. I got a good fashion. fashion. Yep. I got a good taste. You he's have wearing, a great pair of jorts on right now. And he's got oh, a Nectar of the Gods shirt yeah. on. Yep. Yeah, that was a little thank you for Miles. That for is the fashion free, free right swag. there. So, yep. Yeah, you know, I mean, jorts are definitely in. They're coming back. Have about four or five pair of I'm them. I'm not going to say I, I didn't them. lead the pack on that. Online, I don't know. I've had them for a solid two or three years yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. I've been okay, doing well, this for two sure. years. Well, so my question is, Miles, when do these blue deltas become jorts? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't know if the cream; those ones are not. That cut might actually for look electric. <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't think know about, if they're cut for them. They're like they're tight. I'm going to yeah, be the only fitting. guy in the whole Midwest with cream jorts, though. And well, that, you could you could Wrangler's actually. So as oh um, crap, of course he he's a fashion guy. He yeah, knows. Wrangler's has a yeah. nice pair. They're like a cat. They're a little too khaki, but they would look really good as jorts. I have a pair of those. I'm about to cut those absolutely. Miles, you are pretty notorious for like kind of coming up with some ridiculous combos that end up I mean, looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to claim the jorts <laughs> is my idea at all. I'm going to go on but they're back. for sure. The but jorts they, are back. They're back. Yep. They're definitely back. Um, I would like to think that me and Luke Combs are trying to make the fishing shirt happen. I don't know if it's working or not, but I'm really jamming that down people's throats. Um, what do you think about the fishing shirt? Well, I thought those were cool for a while now. I didn't think that was a new... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen a ton of people online. I got, well, wearing I think them on a regular well, <coughs> wearing them yeah, when they're not know. fishing. I, I don't know how many people online are wearing them, but yeah. I, you know, in, oh, yeah. in the in the state of Missouri, it's a pretty good uh, frat boy uniform. Was oh, I'm see, I'm trying to make it khakis, not frat. Yeah, it was short, short khaki shorts and uh, fishing shirts. Yep. Was, that's, good, that's good market research. I'm, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to so, unfrat the uh, yeah. fishing shirt. Absolutely. Yeah, make it a more beer drinking. Yeah, you did have a look uh, this last winter though. It was the fishing shirt with a uh, with a like a canvas vest over top. Oh and yeah, that That's, was uh, that so was like edgy. a fish. Isn't fishing shirts to try to make you cool, and then the vest was to warm you back up? Or how how was that? It wasn't my best look. I will admit that <laughs> yep. I could have done better there. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you win some, you lose some. Um, speaking of that, Connor, your wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back to the wedding. So what back is like? So Ryan got married last week or last year. He loves talking about it. Like we can't get him to stop talking about his wife and his wedding. It's it just constantly goes and goes and goes. What was like the best part of the wedding? Besides, you know, that you got to marry the love right. of your life. Yeah, and besides all that, marrying Dev. What was the best part of your wedding and what was the worst part of your wedding? Well, <laughs> I don't know if it was the venue or where we were, but the food was fantastic. Like to the point where I was worried I was, wasn't going to fit is, into my Which jacket. is rare because a lot of times wedding food can be tough because, they, you know, the caterers, food's different than the normals, food that they put out at the restaurant, whatever. Um, you know, a lot of times you get rubbery chicken and stuff like that if you if you don't spend the money on some really nice catering. So that's a, that's a great plus. Yeah, a huge plus. And I think what also helped was 
the 50 people. So they weren't, like you said, they weren't catering for 300, which got to take a little bit more yep. time on the food. Um, part of that. The, the, what was the worst part, Connor? Was it taking photos? I feel like it was taking photos. 100%. So we're in the mountains. <laughs> and no, no female will wear a good pair of good pair of like hiking boots under their dresses you know what do you mean yeah so we were (laughs) having to hike to take pictures not very far but in those 20 yards or to 50 yards she'd almost fall like 12 times almost (laughs) pulled me down to the ground another uh, 10 of those 12 times um but they have to you gotta get this photo yeah and it was always before meals and i'm not a small guy so i like my meals so i was always hangry (laughs) She was falling down the mountain. We're finding yeah, out a lot, was, a lot about Connor today. Not brutal. only can he can he do it on the field, he can dress you. Yep, he's a he's a fashionista. He can cook and for you. He can get a little hangry, so watch yeah. out. Good thing we did this after lunch. Did you have lunch today? Yep. Okay, good. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> this could have turned ugly fast, but uh, no, yeah, the. Uh, yeah, they had to get that photo for the oh, Instagram, man. It's, yeah, we got and we got and, and it was kind of a three day event. So we got three days worth of pictures. Yeah. And the the, the best photos are never just stand there and do it. You got to go find this location in the woods. You got to get there. There's like mosquitoes or bugs everywhere. You know, there's, you, she doesn't have the right shoes. The whole never thing. Never easy. 100 percent. Ryan, now that you've been a newlywed for Almost a year, Almost right? Almost a year. Almost yep. a year. Yep. Um, what advice would you give old Connor here on his first year of marriage? Well, Connor, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this again. but <laughs> You're not going with the basic. As You're any old timer who's been married for 65 years would say. <laughs> Just like Ryan has. Happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. Best you heard advice. it here from Ryan, from Ryan the teacher. <laughs> well, guy. no, here's the thing. Here's the thing about marriage. I feel like a lot of people, uh, there's this trend going around of like, oh, the first year of marriage is always the hardest. And it's like, how long have you been with this person before you got married? You should, right. you should obviously well, know. Like, like I know, yeah, Ryan, you've been together with for like 25 years before you got married, though. Yeah, but it, it, it doesn't matter. You find everything out, I would say, within like the first three, three to four years, maybe. And you're already living together. So you got that figured out. You figure out what her little nuances are and, and whatever. Learn to shake them off. And after that, it's just like. Um, what, Ryan, fun. let's it, dive it, into that. What nuances do you shake off with your wife? Um, <laughs> probably putting the dishes away in the dishwasher right right as I'm done with them. Versus she doesn't just putting do that. Them in the sink. No, she does. And no, he's saying. I don't. Oh, yep. he's had to get he's had to do that. Yep. Oh, um, that sucks. The other thing that yeah. really. I have to, that's what happens when you get married. You can't just put the dishes in the sink. You can't put them in the sink, no. Uh, The other thing that Meg gets really fired up about is uh, if she asks me to do something, and I swear to God, it's 30 seconds later that I'm going to go do it, she will just go do it on her own. Oh, that's passive aggressive. And then it just, and then I I look like an asshole. Well, the only time Dev does that when I'm playing video games, (laughs) and I'm like, all right, yeah, let me just finish this game. And, you know, it's it's like Warzone or something. So it takes 20 minutes. So I'm going to do it after the game. And then she does it. I'm like, Just, what? The, I told you, Connor. You start pumping out a few kids, and you're never gonna get to play video games ever again. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to pause them until I retire from the NFL. I could actually, like, you know, maybe sleep in every once in a while so I can stay up late playing vids. Yep. But. What? That's actually a great lead into the my next question is what uh, What does life after uh, uh, football look for, for? Look for you? We, you know, 
as much as we would all love for everyone to play forever, it's just not a reality in the NFL. You know, is it just to kind of take some time off to to find out your next move, or do you kind of have something in mind eventually that you're like kind of chomping at the bit that when you're done you want to do? Yeah, I want to uh, come home and go farming, uh, go f- farm with the family. Uh, but yeah, that's you know, I don't know if I'll take much time off. I, this this whole coronavirus wasn't uh, you know we obviously didn't have OTAs or anything, so really felt like almost too much time off. Yeah. You know, I like to work. I don't know. I just, just, it's just felt like I wasn't working enough. Well, you and, don't get to the NFL without working. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, during, I actually got to go and, um, run a tractor again during planting. And that was cool. Um, since we didn't have OTAs, but yeah, I'll, I'll go back and farm with the family and, and, uh, move back here. And, and, uh, yeah, I like North Dakota, great place to raise a family. Oh, so there you have it. Connor's going to raise a family in North Dakota. Um, that's awesome. So is there anything that you would, uh, disagree with Ryan on, on his advice? <laughs> no, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's easy. It's, you know, yeah, it's, easy. Yeah. As, la- as lame as that sounds, it's, it's probably the best advice to give anybody. Cause like Ryan said, I mean, we've been living together for a little bit now. We've known each other for a long time and just do yeah, shit when you're just, told and yeah make your wife happy yeah. and then you're happy Miles, it's pretty easy Miles, you ryan, remember, that, remember that one ryan when are you gonna start having kids uh well i gotta get your permission first <laughs> we gotta uh, make sure yeah that, do you have paid leave or yeah, uh, maternity yeah, leave yeah. we have none of that work out right now <laughs> we need to make sure that when your kid's born it's not in the middle of a launch yep so, yep. so we'll have to me you and meg will have to sit down and organize it uh, really plan it out <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> And then I'll come in the next day and you're like, so how was your night? <laughs> so did you guys get it done or what? <laughs> We're on a schedule. Yeah, we, you have three day. You have a three day window here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, Miles, probably another year or so. Uh, we're, we're really in no hurry because right now we have, besides like the house that we take care of, we have no responsibilities. Um, you don't have a dog or anything? Don't have a dog. And oh. uh, as much as I want to get a dog and I love dogs. But you betcha merch is his dog. Yeah. He has yep. to let it out every um, day. <laughs> I can literally go anywhere uh, basically whenever I want at this point because I have no responsibilities. I'm really just trying to like soak that in And right he now. chooses to spend all his time here. Isn't that awesome? Connor? Oh, that's fantastic. What that's a nice guy. Right yep. <laughs> he yep. can go anywhere in the world right now and he just decides <laughs> to be But he stays here. in the yep. warehouse. In the sweaty warehouse. Sweat shots. <laughs> Such a glamorous life. Such a glamorous life. So, Con, you play video games. What games are you playing? We, you know, Ryan and I have become a little bit of gamers lately. You know, we've been playing a little NASCAR Heat Four. Um, we've been, uh, we just got PGA uh, 2014 because I think that was like the last one that they did. Nice. Um, yep. All that stuff. Ryan's been doing UFC. All that. What What's on the top of your list for games? Uh, we'll call it duty right now. Uh, big big war zone guy. Uh, I was actually started playing. I don't know what are they call battle royale games back with old PUBG. Oh yeah, yep, remember yep. PUBG, um, big PUBGer, and uh, yeah, big Call of Duty, and then uh, racing games. So uh, maybe next time I can get you guys. I mean, I'm, I do more of the road course, not so much oval track. But wow. I, think I, I think I could hang. I think See, I Ryan hang. and I we are the complete do not do road courses. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, on the NASCAR game, I get it if you do like uh like Forza. Yeah, or I play Forza. Grand Forza Tur- seven. Is it Grand Turismo? Turismo. Turismo. Yeah, that's the PlayStation one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So all right. All right. Yeah. So 
next time you're back, which I think you'll be back. Yep. Um, we'll have you maybe hop on Twitch with us and we can play some uh, racing games, maybe get you in a, in a NASCAR and, and uh, see how you do against Ryan and I. I suffered one of the most traumatizing defeats of my life last week on the Twitch stream. We, Ryan and I, we, we, you know, we bet do, like basically double or nothing points on the night because we, we've been keeping track kind of yep. like a cup series. And on the last turn, I hit the wall. I spun out. You were in first. I was, I was he in, was second. in second and he passed Did Ryan me. Ryan put you in the wall? No, that you was shit. That was uh, my tires were burnt. They <laughs> were toast because I didn't pit damn near the whole race. Nope. <laughs> and uh, because you can't, you just go right to the back of the pack. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So they were toast, sure. slid into the wall, lost control. Ryan beat me. Um, <laughs> and it was one of the most just devastating losses of my short NASCAR Heat 4 career. You drive a lot of cars. I do. You have a lot I, of cars. I love cars. It's my hobby. Big yeah. car guy. Big what, car guy. You know, what advice would you give me going into this week's race um, against Ryan to, to maybe pull out the W? Um, well, the you know, I don't think people realize how important the tires are. I think you understand that now. I, I learned that the hard yeah, way. Yeah, you learned that the hard way, but you got to conserve them. You can't like, uh, especially in NASCAR race, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a marathon, not a and sprint. You gotta conserve what if those you tires. Sprint so marathons. If you, well, then you run out of tire and you hit the wall. Damn. Yeah. So uh, you really gotta actually think about your tires, and you know maybe hold back a couple laps and then go a couple laps, hold back, and you gotta cool them off and then. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think you're having any problem with fuel management, but tires, man, that, that'll get you. So there we go. I don't think I'll ever lose to Ryan again with that advice. So yeah, just let Ryan. let Ryan push the pace. Just match his pace. Yep. And then at the end of the race, just pass him when yeah. you have better tires. I'll just you, do the, what he did to slow. me. Do exactly what right. I did to you. Yeah, you just got to be a little bit slower until the very end so you have a little bit more tire. I also have a problem with accidentally spinning out and going into the pit road on accident. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. have to pit and get new tires? <laughs> have to. Forced to. <laughs> don't so, have a choice. So that's been kind of a nightmare, but I'm working through that. Um, but so uh, I'm curious, Connor, have you ever been to a NASCAR race? I have not actually, God, like I said, I'm not a huge, a NASCAR, huge NASCAR guy. Sure. I'm more like, you know, kind of the prep. We got to get you to a NASCAR like race road course, that kind of thing. Yep. And then I need to, I need to go. I've heard nothing but great. Things. It is unbelievable. Nothing but great things. What is, um, in the racing world or car world, something that you haven't done that you would absolutely love to do? Oh, we'll go to a NASCAR race or go to a <laughs> Formula go. One race or with, go with to miles. a professional race. Yeah. Are you oh, uh, sure. <laughs> uh are you an indie Formula One uh fan or is it you just wanna you just like racing in general? Um well Indy is definitely a lot closer to NASCAR than Formula One. The cars look the same, but they still go over. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, Formula One's cool. I like to dr- more drive than than watch. So like going to the racetrack and stuff. Um, but no, I, I think Formula One's absolutely sick and it'd be sweet to be did you ever hear I don't know if my brother told me this story, but there's a you could actually drive a Formula One car, full blown Formula One race car. And the, he's a YouTuber. I don't remember his name. He what, he goes and does it and reviews it. And they're like, all right, you know, you, to be able to drive this car, 
you have to brake this hard. And he's like, all right, I can do that. So he slams on the brakes, like his heart stands on him. And they're like, okay, well, you're only at, you know, 60% brakes. We need you to get to 100. And the guy's like, what? He's like, I, I can't. He's like, let's try it. So he, he manages to barely get to uh, almost 100. So they let him go on the track. And he said he would step on the gas and he would be he would hold the gas as long as he could. And as soon as he hit the brakes for the corner, the thing would break so hard that he couldn't pick his head up. His head was like between his legs. He couldn't see the oh track. Oh my god! Holy and he would. He no, would, these guys aren't. God, these guys god. aren't athletes, right? Or yeah. Connor, you know these guys so, don't. So the guy, he doesn't. He lets off the brake when he thinks he's at the corner, and the old, he doesn't know because his head's between his legs. And he picks his head up. So, anyways, he does the whole track like that. Comes back, and and they're like, "So, how do you think you did?" I was like, "Oh, I think I was on 100 percent of the throttle, 100 percent brake." And they're like. Yeah, no, you never even hit 50% brake, and you're only at, like, 50% throttle. That, like that's how crazy those cars that are. That blows my mind. Yeah. The dude couldn't even hold himself up. Yeah. Just an, he was, a, you know, he's kind of an above-average car driver, YouTube yeah. auto guy, yep. and couldn't yeah. even do it. Makes me absolutely want to stay on the PlayStation. For <laughs> yeah. <stuff like> that. <laughs> yeah. The thought of, like, just whiplashing your neck forwards and backwards the whole race sounds absolutely miserable. Yeah. Well, even being um, in the pace car, the uh, the Toyota, we were going 100 miles an hour, I and my stomach was turning. I believe that. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. I was like, God, I am... I am kind of a wuss. <laughs> I'm kind of a baby if I can't even do 100 miles an hour. I do around. think I do think riding passengers is a little bit more scary than driving. But yeah, I get 200 that. miles an hour is 200 miles an hour. Yeah, going around a bank. Well, we only went 105. So oh yeah, if you were going any slower, you would have fell down the bank. Right. That's how banked those corners are. Oh yeah, we 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 learned real quick. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> well, crazy. yeah so yeah, that's awesome. But um. Well, Connor, congrats on uh, getting married. Good luck on your first year. Apparently, it's the hardest year, not according to Ryan, <laughs> but that's because easy. Ryan lives it's and breathes, mode. making sure his wife is pampered. So <laughs> you might have to take the next uh, football season off to pamper your Just wife pamper like her. Ryan does. <laughs> and uh, if it's like a full-time job for him. It's constantly... Miles, I can't come in today. I'm massaging my wife's feet. <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that. So, yep. um, yeah, it'll be you soon, Connor. So, yeah, you got forward to it. a lot of good stuff to look forward to. <laughs> we are going to take one more break and wrap up this podcast. You Betcha is a Midwest channel. Uh, born and raised in the Midwest is all of us, including Connor. Connor, let's start with, you know, just talking about the Midwest in general. I mean, you were in North Dakota, Missouri, kind of both ends of the Midwest. Yep. What is your favorite part about the Midwest? Uh, I think it's the, you know, the whole work ethic, the mentality. Um, that's what's gotten me this far. And I attribute that to, you know, growing up in the Midwest. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the, the best. And that's what people, I think, pride themselves on the most. Yeah, I think that when you think about a Midwest person, you, you know, the front facing one is like the Midwest nice, you know, we're yeah. so polite, all that Everyone's stuff. Super nice. Um, but I do think that there is a grittiness, a work ethic part to being from the Midwest. hundred um, percent. You know, I, I think of I think that's just what and it also there's like a bond too of like. I know when people listen to this who have had no idea who you are or they followed you your whole career, they're going to look at this and be like proud that there's someone from the Midwest that's doing good things because there's also like a bond with that hard work that like, you know, you're one of us and you made it 
um, and all that. So I think that that's a great part of being from the Midwest. How is like that work ethic, grittier side of being from the Midwest helped you in your NFL career, you think? Well, uh, I guess I'm going <clears> to <throat> toot my own horn a little bit here. Um, and this was the the toot away. I yeah, do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I figured it was OK on this. Podcast uh, it actually uh, disarms everyone if you just throw a not to brag in front of it. <laughs> OK, not to brag. But the <laughs> best compliment I ever received was um, I was a rookie in the NFL. And an old teammate called me. He was he's an um, assistant O-line coach in, in uh, college football now. And we we're just talking and. and I was like, yeah, man, can you believe it? Like, who would ever thought, because he was a couple years older than me, was like, me as a freshman who was a terrible football player, had a lot to learn, uh, would make it this far. And he was like, well, you know, with your work ethic, it doesn't surprise me. So um, that's kind of something that, you know, it's probably one of the best compliments I've ever gotten was, you know, he wasn't surprised that I made it this far, just basing up, based off my work ethic. So um, I think that kind of sums it up with the whole mentality of the Midwest. Yeah. That's actually a really great compliment. I wish people said that about me. <laughs> well, no, you just Ryan, point. You just can point you say and shoot. that to me more? You're <laughs> just, just a point. point and shoot type guy. So on our uh, SOP for editing videos, I added to the end for Tyler when he finishes editing a video. The last step is tell Miles he did a really really good job <laughs> acting. <laughs> that happened. He did after it. The he first literally, video? yeah, he literally did it like the first two times he edited, and I haven't heard it since. So. Are you going downhill or is he just? I don't know. I don't know. I I think that he's getting lazy. So (laughs) your acting hasn't. So I mean, I'm in the producer chair today. Yeah, this is a writing on the wall for him. Yep. (laughs) So Ryan's no longer a host and Tyler's no longer even works here. I think we guys just (laughs) cut him out of this whole thing. Miles, you're doing a really, really good job today. (laughs) (laughs) His podcast is fantastic. He's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Episode 73 has been the best. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, he was on his Twitch stream the other day, and he didn't have a suit on. We told him that because he came from local news that – he he said like the best thing about not working on the news anymore is I don't have to wear a suit every day. So the first thing when Ryan was out of town, he was actually in the host chair. I said, if you're going to be in the host chair and have your face on camera, you have to be wearing a suit suit up. So he didn't do that on the Twitch stream. So he's really walking on thin ice. I'll tell you how much it's, uh, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to impress the boss around here. It's hard to find good work. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, kids these days, we need to start watching film like Connor does. <laughs> we, just every little aspect yep. of the podcast. Yep. Or Take video. the security cameras and just re- keep rewinding. You know, Ryan, right here, when you <laughs> folded that shirt, you know, I didn't like what you did there with the sleeve. Yeah, I'll film myself uh, pressure washing the bunker 1.5 later today. Yeah. We'll see if that's up to par. Well, we'll <laughs> talk about that on the next podcast. We, we've, you know, we're expanding. Ryan's now moving all the merchandise out of here. So we'll probably see him. Won't see him at all. No, he, I mean, he was late to the podcast. Yeah. 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 He, was, yeah. he was grinding. Two missed yeah. calls. We need to go find him. Yep. We, we, we searched for him. Yeah, there's going to be a communication uh, error problem that we're going to have between You guys need two. walkie-talkies. <laughs> we do need walkie-talkies. Oh, that's a great idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, That'd that is fantastic. a great idea. He could, well, and, and Lakin's out of, it's out of the office today, too. That's a great operational move by Connor, so he can maybe be the operations manager. I can take over yep. COO we're, this, we're literally this just, <laughs> We're just cleaning house. <laughs> We're cleaning house, starting fresh. Starting fresh. <laughs> Ryan, you need to close out this podcast. Well, hang on. I got actually got one more question. Oh, here uh, we go. Oh, you brought great. up Tyler not wearing his suit on his Twitch stream. He was playing Madden. Um, Connor, are you so you will you be 
you'll be on the Broncos in the newest Madden, correct? No. No, I should be you'll on the You'll be Jets. on the Jets? I think so. What Madden is Tyler playing right now? Well, uh, it's playing 20, but 20. we'll get 21 yeah. when it comes out. 20, okay. I'm on the Broncos. 20, you're on the Okay. Um, right. Do you ever like? Do you ever play with the Broncos in Madden and like see yourself on a video game? I did a couple times, yeah, but I'm not yeah. a huge. I, when I was a you know when I was a rookie and I got I was like I don't know, like a sixty. I just throw myself in there once and I was awful. Like let up like <laughs> well, three so sacks, you and I just, on a separate time have had discussions about Madden ratings and how everyone in the NFL just thinks they're bogus, right? Oh yeah, I mean rookie year is probably about right, but other than that, it's been <laughs> been questionable. At best. well, here's my question: If you see a Madden ratings adjuster on the sideline, are you kind of juicing yourself up a little more? Are you going to play a little bit better now that you know that you're being judged by the Madden? Guys? I don't think they watch the offense line. Really? No, I don't think so. I think they do. I don't think they I do. I think they just pick a number out um, out of a hat, and that's the overall rating. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like I feel like the more years you're in the NFL, they just give you a better ranking. Sure. Like, I just I just like get or, 10 points every like year get, I'm in the league. They like give you bonus points if you make it to the Pro Bowl, stuff right. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like, yeah. I don't know if I was out there. You know, I could have been out there. I just, I got to hurt my <laughs> that, knee in that college. Knee, that knee injury. Yeah. hurt my knee in college. Otherwise, I'd have been out there. If I saw Madden, Madden ratings adjuster, I would just I would just be flexing the whole yep. time I was out there. Make sure when you catch the ball that the logo is pointed out. So, like, if they do snap a picture for the cover, then it just, everything looks good. I think you they know, can just the Photoshop. I, not, I'm sh- I think the picture, they just go into a studio. I'm not sure. I think it's all in. <laughs> Put the gear That's on what I would and... be doing. So uh, Wait, so did you have to go into a studio to, like, did you have to uh, get in one of those a, suits with all the balls? This is a bad question, Ryan. No, did, a ball suit? Of yeah, did you, course <laughs> you did not get in the ball suit. No, I didn't get. No, I didn't. So uh, they but just they did, a, like, they, like, scanned your face at okay. the combine. Okay. That's, and, a, that's a better. That's, so they scanned your face, and then I was, like, supposed to... Um, go get like a have the tattoo artists that have given me tattoos like sign off that the Madden could use my tattoos which i was not going to do that seems like so much work to so like yeah, it's that's, one person i guess that's i never even thought tattoo. about that yeah that's yeah. their artwork or whatever yeah right? so it's yeah. their art so you gotta like have them sign off that i don't know it was weird so i don't have any tattoos in the game because oh that's yeah. laziness or i just didn't really care connor to i want to play uh, with you and your tattoos and you're just too lazy to allow they, me to do that they claimed that they're gonna make them like identical which i was kind of blown away by but but you're um, too lazy i don't even yeah. know if it's laziness or uh, just like not a moral of the to. story like connor mcgovern is just lazy yeah, <laughs> totally that, opposite of everything we yeah, yeah i think yeah. everyone would say that about you connor <laughs> i think that uh that's just you in a nutshell but um yeah. Yeah, Madden's interesting. I, uh, you know, sorry, Connor, but I probably wouldn't, you know, your rookie year, I definitely wouldn't no, put you in the start. rookie year, you had to, like, um, in the franchise mode, you know, you have to, you can, like, uh, <laughs> he knows develop players. It. or Yeah, because somebody told, my cousin told me, he's like, man, I've spent so much money developing you, and you're still, like, a 70. I'm like, I don't know why you do that. <laughs> no <laughs> like potential. Just, uh, yeah, just yep. wait a couple years, and then I'll be a little better. Like, yeah. Sheesh. I think I was almost close. I don't know what my number was this year. So, moral better. of the story: if you're playing Madden, don't play with Connor. It's going to be well. No, now I'm no, pretty good. I think uh, my cousin told me I was too expensive for his franchise. Oh wow! Yeah, he went to go. Eh, not to brag. Not to yeah, brag. Not to brag, but uh, <laughs> he couldn't afford me. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great way to end this, Ryan. Close it out, guys. Thanks again for listening into episode 73 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. Um, cool interview today. We're we're we've got. 
more and more NFL guys coming on. Um, and obviously Connor, you know, being buddies with miles and I've gotten to know you over the last couple of years. Uh, it's been fun to kind of just hear the background of your story and, uh, the mid Midwest mentality that kind of got you to the NFL. So guys, thanks again for listening in. Uh, remember you can go to OUbetcha.com. We still got the golf polos, the, uh, the 4th of July, or, you know, just like the American tees, uh, and tanks on the website. Go check those out. And before we go, I would just like to say thank you to Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Gina's Designs of the Heartland uh, handcrafts, hand paints, all of our wood pine signs on our website. Uh, we have three Nectar of the Gods colors um, that come in multiple different sizes, uh, and they look great in the man cave, in the kitchen, in your bedroom above your uh, your headboard, any place where you're going to be enjoying a nice cold bouche latte. You can find Genus Designs of the Heartland uh, on their store at etsy.com slash shop slash G-D-O-T Heartland or on our website, oyoubetcha.com. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And I am Miles, you betcha guy here with Connor McGovern. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Connor. Cheers. Betcha, yeah. Yeah.